Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, Fables crew. This is your reminder. You only have a few more days to grab your cast party anniversary merch before it is locked away in the vault until next year. Cast-party.myshopify.com. We have brand new designs, returning old favorites, and a plethora of stickers to spice up your life. I promise you do not want to miss these designs and they make a wonderful holiday gift for your favorite cast and crew member. Cast-party.myshopify.com Hello everyone and welcome to Fables of Fendrea Arcanum. My name is Jose Polino or at DM Jose P on TikTok and other fun socials and I will be your director for today. I am joined of course by my lovely and just pushing on trauma lovely group of adventurers starting with Ryan. Hi, Ryan McManus. I will be playing Rowan Farile, Half-Light of Salune, seeking to bring a sense of calm and comfort to those stranded in Arborea. You can find me on my personals at Rye.McManus or run in the cast party socials at Cast Party D&D. Andy. 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 Birthday boy. Can we say that? Andy. Birthday, birthday boy. boy. Well, it'll be a little late, sure. but yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Belated birthday boy. Hello, beautiful nerds. My name is Andy, and I will be playing Five, one of the seven. Shepard commissioned for recovery by the Haven Eye. Wait, this doesn't work anymore. But anyway, you can find me at Mr. Dandy DM on TikTok, YouTube, and on all the other socials. Annie. Hi, I'm Annie. I'm playing Rid, Gaslight, Gatekeep, Ghoul Boss, leaning heavily into Gaslight today. You can find me on TikTok and Twitter at Cantrip, C-A-N-N-E. And finally, we have Sin. Salutations, my name is Sin, and I will be playing Zue, collector of chronicles and identities. And you can find me on all my socials as sensationally.me, C-I-N instead of S-E-N. Zue, you look down at the book. Images of past selves revealing themselves in the ink, becoming more prominent. Liana, Bran, Kilgi, Erebam, Hadrina, all these names and the personas that you took reveal themselves in the pages. But every time you see a face, a hand chopped. Arrows flying from walls. A carriage, wheel breaking. Gobar, help us! Carriage tumbling and falling. And through it all, your words mixed in, chronicling all of these intricate details together. And from the words, you don't even see or feel anything around you. It is white noise. Where are you right now? Who's here with you? Are you Amaya today? Theme? 
Harva, your mind feels like it's tearing slowly. But you look up and you see Rid. And like a shockwave, you remember who you are right now in this moment. Five, the pieces of seven are scattered all over the ground. And the fog rolls in heavy as the clouds above begin to build and thunder rolls. Zue, you find your hand shaking. Rid, you look up and you see Zue's eyes, her natural blue state, but almost glowing brighter. You're trying to sort of ascertain the situation, take in the moment, and Rowan, you look around and now standing on all corners of this clearing, four individuals. Ilionas, Selune, a cloaked figure, and another tall individual in black robes, white, beautiful, long hair, and a beautiful porcelain face. You're all standing there. Rid, you begin to see Zue's hands shake. And Zue, to you in this moment, almost like a like a flame coming to life. You feel that the changes that you've been able to bring, they all begin to get stacked up inside of you. Almost as if they're going to present themselves. Like you feel like you're going to burst. You're in control, but you feel this anxiousness beginning to build within you. More and more you feel that not only are they seeing this very secret part of you, but you yourself feel that you're about to expose it physically in front of these new friends. But you look up and you see Rid. What are you feeling right now? Zoe's feeling a lot of fear. It's rolling between I need to run or I need to fight. And she's starting to feel like a lot of anger bubbling inside of her at the fact that the one person she thought would understand her need for privacy has just violated it. She's livid. The wind picks up more as the clouds roll in. And Red, you hear it getting closer. The winged smoke creature flying above you all. Followed by a sound. (laughs) As from the trees, the similar hag that you had seen before. Five, you look down as the pieces of seven on the ground begin to almost vibrate, acting like magnets crashing against each other. And the same sort of weirdly morphed hag that had pieces of seven emerges from the trees. (laughs) and stands next to the individual in the black cloak completely hidden only his hands revealed and you watch as a piece of seven's chest flies over and clings to the chest of this hag as an arm attaches itself back to where you had previously seen it before in your fight in the city and all of you stand there as Zue your blood begins to boil And in that minute, you feel it on your head. Spattering of rain begins to come down. Lightning and thunder begin to slowly reveal themselves. And you close your book. Just as one roll of thunder takes over the entire sky, illuminating for a fragment of a second the glade in which you're in. Zue is going to take a hop step back and as she does she clenches her fist and as she releases her fist the ink splatters out all around her as she casts sword burst if anyone is within 10 feet i do need a dex saving throw that would be all three of you i rolled a 15 i also rolled a 15 16 was the dc so that is gonna be five force damage for anyone who failed I failed, so I will also take that five. I can take evasion, right? So I can take half that? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. 
Zue hits with this burst of energy, sends you all just about a foot back, and you stand there, Zue, as now from above you, you hear... <laughs> on top of this creature winged that you've seen above, now circling the opening as the rain begins to pick up. Red, I'm really angry, and I think what you just did is incredibly fucked up, but we need to go. I'm just going to start running. I'm not going to check and wait and see if anyone else is running. You begin to run, and in front of you, the figure in the hooded cloak appears and says, oh, Pardon me. Sends out his hand to Five with the sickle. Thank you, Five. A most honorable trade. And from the distance, you hear the same hag in the pieces of Seven, but also mishmash into different, almost like flesh patterns. <laughs> Squeal from the distance. Take it, Five. It's yours. Rowan. What, 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 should, what should I do? What, what should we do? Please do not trust him. That is the last thing we can do right now. But what about Zue? Behind you, Rowan, Selune. Trust me? You won't trust me? But my champion, I who've given you light. And now next to you, Zue, Ilianas. But your only hope is to listen. Zue, to trust in the unknown. <laughs> as the hag continues circling around you, and slowly you feel the wind pick up as this creature lands on the stones above you. Roars loudly in your direction. You now see the hag that before you tempted you with such malice, with what looks like chains embedded into the cheeks of this creature, this winged smoke creature, and is yanking it and it coils back and seems to be controlling the creature. And then in front of you five, you see the hooded individual still with your sickle. Do not forsake the one thing you have above all else. Time. <laughs> Adrian, get them for me. And you watch as the hag. <laughs> begins to breathe heavily and run in your direction as the hooded creature in front of you five waves his hand away and your sickle falls to the floor. Don't let these tears fool you five. You have plenty of time. Thunder and lightning emerge from the skies illuminating the space in front of you. For a brief second, the tones of gray now reveal themselves to their natural colors and you can see each other as you were, the tones in your skin, and you can see the redness on Zue's face from how angry she has become. As Adrian begins to pick up his pace on you, if I was going to plant his feet and stare directly at the cloaked figure in front of him, the one who had just flung his sickle away, Five utters a very brief prayer to Segujan and Baravan, and he immediately, speaking to the heavens, since there is already a storm at work, he is going to cast Call Lightning. And since there is already a storm present, I have control over it. And he's going to call Lightning down on the hag that is Adrian slash Seven, they have to make a dex save 15. That is a six. The lightning and the thunder begin to escalate. The winds pick up all around you and the rain now begins to hit you sideways as this creature almost ape-like is charging your direction. Five, you call out to the heavens and you hold on to that prayer to Segojan. That anger fueling in you, that moment with your brother so short, cut, stripped away and you watch as almost like connecting spider webs, all of the lightning centers on a point, hits right where this hag, Adrian, is running to you. Go ahead and roll damage. The rest of you get to do one thing. 29 points of damage. As the lightning cracks and falls down and just courses through this hag, five 
says, You're not fit to wear that armor. As the lightning hits, he squeals and turns as all of a sudden, covered in what looks like burnt cinch marks, he begins to scream. <laughs> but now you see, as he looks at you, open wide eyes, two very human eyes looking back at you. Rid, what are you doing? Rid has been staring stricken at Zue with all of the information she saw in the book kind of playing through her keen mind. Rid says nothing, but there's a scream in Zue's head. Rid staggers back, shakes her head, looks at Rowan, looks at the oncoming hag, and then disappears into the jagged rocks to find a place to hide. So in this moment, Five, as you call down your lightning and it strikes who you're assuming now is this morphed creature called Adrian, to the west, you see this creature. Up ahead north, you have what Sue can only interpret as not the real Ilionas. Also in front, walking away from you, the hooded creature with the white hands that dropped your sickle. Directly south behind you, Rowan, you see Seline still waiting, arms open in a very inquisitive kind of look to you as she's trying to decipher what you're going to do next. And then Rid, as you head and turn towards the, the rocks at the very front where pieces of seven are scattered amongst the ground, you see on the opposite side the same black cloak, but that sort of beautiful porcelain white elven skin, long ears, long white hair, patiently waiting off to the side. Zue, what are you doing? Zue, having been stopped and is physically near all her party members, you can still see that her skin is very red. And she sends a telepathic message out to you guys. I don't forgive you. We're not friends, but I'm not abandoning you. She's going to cast Counter Charm. While you guys are around her, you have advantage on any saving throws against being charmed or fear. Till my next turn. And Rowan, what are you doing? Rowan, standing there watching everything go down in front of him and then hearing Salune's voice behind him, realizing that it's not the right one, he kind of cocks his head to the side, not even looking back at her. Let me show you what a true goddess can do. I raise the lantern, almost blocking her indefinitely. The light just flares in a 30-foot sphere around me, with my silhouette blocking the light from hitting her. I would like to cast Channel Divinity Twilight Sanctuary. 30-foot radius sphere. It is filled with dim light. The sphere moves with me and lasts for one minute. And whenever a creature ends its turn in the sphere, you can grant that creature one of these benefits. You can grant it 1d6 plus 7 temp HP, or I can end one effect on it, either charm or frightened. After hearing Zue's voice in his head, he looks up at her and out loud, I know you acted rash. I know you didn't mean to hurt us. So just please get through this. We can talk this out. Your silhouette is almost outlined in a pale blue, and I would like to cast Shield of Faith on Zue. Zue, amongst all of this darkness, you begin to sort of radiate a, a thin light veiled all over you. As you turn back, you see Rowan and his lantern flame feverishly burning within. I need you guys to roll initiative. An 11. 5. 30, 20. 22. So, Zue, you are top of the initiative. Before you guys even begin, you sort of assist each other and grant each other these boons to sort of prepare to you for the oncoming storm, literally. As the rain picks up heavier, the lightning, the thunder, everything around you, all of this mystery shrouding the feelings of hopelessness, the fact that you're all here experiencing this larger-than-life moment. What was supposed to be a simple retrieval mission has turned into this, as what breaks that thought is the roaring of the Gloomstalker. And from above, begins to crawl downward to the ground. Master, look at us! Look at us, Master! We 
We did exactly as you told us to. And you watch as Adrian is still kind of shaking off the effects from your lightning as this hag is looking to the hooded creature that released your sickle. And the creature doesn't seem to be paying any attention to it. Master! Master! <laughs> Will you not look at me? Will you not bestow upon me your presence? Zoe, top of the round, what are you doing? Zoe gives Rowan a very curt nod and turns back to fake Ilianos. And with all the hatred that she can muster, she is going to use her bonus action to place a curse on him. So there's going to be like a little gold lined quill that appears on him as she casts Hexblade Curse. She is going to point her quill towards him and cast Eldritch Blast. Does 26 hit? These blasts of Eldritch Energy release from your hand. And in front of you, Ilyanas just kind of standing, now looking to you almost frightened of what you're doing. They pierce almost through him like a veil, like a ghostly shadow. And he looks to you and he says, I've always been there for you. And the figure of Ilyanas disappears. Zue, 13 HP, 10 HP. Rid. Rid looks up from her hiding place in the rocks at the Gloomstalker, and she places her hand on the ground, and the smoke kind of starts to stream into her fingers, mixing with the fog that's around her on the ground, and she produces a dagger in her hand made of black smoke. And she edges out from behind the rock, and she's going to throw it at Adrian Hag. I have advantage because I'm hidden. A 24. That hits. Don't forget sneak attack. Rid throws this shadow blade out, almost seeming to come from her palm toward Adrian Hag, and it strikes just above the heart, and it ripples kind of out from his heart, the effects out into his mind. He's going to take six points of psychic damage and ten points of sneak attack damage. Your blade makes contact. <laughs> and just the smoke begins to completely engulf and add to all of the damage that you just bestowed upon its chest. And the Adrian Hag <laughs> keeps howling. And with that behind you, as you throw with that confidence, you hear <laughs> as the Gloomstalker is going to go. Rid, 12 temp HP. You watch as this creature crawling on all fours right behind all of you. And it's going to go ahead and use Shriek. I need all of you to give me a constitution saving throw. As the creature stands and you hear... And it's a 17. Success. 15. Success. Oh, thank God. How's a four, do ya? How's a two with a nat one, do ya? So you watch as when the creature comes up and coils back, the hag holding the reins back, allowing its throat to fully extend out and emits the shriek. Five and Rowan, you both coil back and sort of cover your ears as you feel it begin to penetrate your mind. And then Zue and Rid, as the shriek enters, like a ringing that then becomes a low hum. You can't move. You're paralyzed. You can't feel your legs, your arms. You're stuck in this moment. You're completely frozen. So you're both paralyzed until the end of my next turn. So that is the Gloomstalker's turn. Five. What are you doing? Five. Still in control of the storm. It being a concentration spell lasts for up to 10 minutes. And again, the lightning blasts down on this hag Adrian. Five sees the lightning fall, then sees both Rid and Zue paralyzed. And in a moment of panic, he's going to use his action to switch into wild shape. That is a 13. That is 26 points of lightning damage. Five in this moment is going to suddenly, it appears that he just extends his arms and the the mechanical and organic parts of him extend out of his hands and suddenly become hooves as his back retracts and suddenly becomes longer 
and his neck suddenly sticks out and from his head, giant antlers woven with purple and blue flowers with eyes glowing this ominous blue color, the color of the lightning. He is going to turn into a giant elk. <sighs> Five, nine temp HP. Y'all watch as Adrian once again gets hit by the lightning. You watch as this creature covered in, remember the, the mold and moss and earth-like textures through its entire body that is just but a memory of what was. And then in that moment, as it hits and it falls to the ground again, it uses its arm. <laughs> and as it extends with the other one, you now see what looks like flesh underneath burning. And it's its turn. As it stands, it is going to go ahead and it's going to cast Ray of Enfeeblement on you, five. Does a 16 hit. Yeah. You watch as a black beam of energy just center on its hand and it shoots in your direction, making contact with you and then slowly dissipating in all of the fog. As you sort of coil back and all of you now sort of notice this, remember the ground here slightly slanted at an angle going downward to the center hub where Rid is hiding. You now see that puddle begin to form as the rain has picked up to such an extent that the water's not draining. It is actually beginning to slowly rise. Five, weapon attacks that use strength for you deal half damage. And that is for concentration for up to one minute. Rowan, what are you doing? Rowan finally turns, seeing the Gloomstalker land and just roar in the face of him and his party, turns to the fake Salune and raises up the lantern, pointing it at her. Don't you think you can get away with imitating my goddess? But then he turns and he brings it right down onto the Gloomstalker for a melee attack with Flame of Serenity. 26 to hit the Gloomstalker. Definitely hits. I will be expending one charge of Flame of Serenity to do its special fun ability. So it is 10 bludgeoning damage from the lantern hit itself and then is this undead or fiend neither okay i am going to use this at third level okay and this is radiant correct this is 5d6 radiant damage go ahead and roll that for me rowan and then double it oh so it was 15 so that makes it 30 radiant damage as i bring the lantern down the main hit just is a great smack as it comes back up from its roar as just a burst of fire from the heavens of Salune just erupts upon it. It's almost this moment where the, the hag wants to taunt you and it brings the head of the Gloomstalker closer to you and you land this hit. The head of the Gloomstalker coils back as all of a sudden you watch as flames begin to burn on the side of it. The creature begins to roar as it, for that brief second, from your lantern emerging like a beam of light, expands this burning feeling all throughout its body. And the Gloomstalker now burned and cinched on it. One entire half of its body took a really good hit. Recoiling from that, I lift the flail back up at Salune on the south side. You're next. Zue. So, Jose, I know I can't technically talk when I'm paralyzed. But because I'm telepathic, could I still cast vocal spells? You know what? I'll say yeah. I'm going to mentally turn towards Red. There's like a very long pause. I still care about you. And Zue is going to give Red a bardic inspiration. And then I am going to do my best to imitate any voice I've ever heard from the Arcanum and just whisper, you're a failure towards the Adrian Hag and cast Dissonant Whispers. Ooh, okay. Frozen in the moment. As the rain keeps picking up, you can't even feel it, but your vision, it's almost like the, the raindrops are hitting your eyes, but you cannot blink. And you hear it coming from deep within you. Commander Adrian, you are nothing but a failure to the Arcanum. Your job here has been besmirched and our name is tarnished. You then hear another voice. Oh, Adrian, why? Why, Adrian? You then hear the voice of Ilianas. Commander Adrian? <laughs> He's nothing but a fool. 
an utter and selfish fool. And you watch as Adrian now clutched the side of his head, still burned and cinched. <laughs> A voice emerges. That is going to be 21 psychic damage to Adrian. Rid. Rid is paralyzed, and the only thing she can do is crouch there as a tear comes to her eye and makes its way down her cheek. As the handsome elf. Oh, no, 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 no. You mustn't cry. You still have time. That's so precious about life. Time waits for no one. Cheer up. The Gloomstalker now is going to, after taking that real big hit from you, Rowan, is going to go ahead and attack two attacks against you. Going to go ahead and make a bite attack. That is a 11 to hit for the bite. Misses. Its jaws clamp right in front of you. You now see the size alone of this creature as it missed you. And then at that, you now watch as one of its hind legs come up and tries to claw at you for a 21. That is going to hit. 11 points of piercing damage and 8 points of necrotic damage. Ooh. As the claw pierces through your armor, you now see your precious chest plate ripped. How much? A good amount. And where? In the center. We'll get to that. That was a... I got a 25 on my concentration check. So the Gloomstalker stands there and is now going to... You watch as its wings sort of like close in a very sort of like perch formation and just kind of looks to you, Rowan, and takes one of its legs. And when it goes to walk, like smoke, <laughs> appears right in front of Zue. Would I technically get a reaction off of that? You would. I do have Warcaster, so I would like to use a Guiding Bolt reaction. Go for it. So let's do Guiding Bolt at third level for 22 to hit. Guiding Bolt is lightning damage. Radiant. Double that. Was 20, now 40 radiant damage. As he disappears, I just winding the flame up and then whip this bolt right at him as he tries to get away. Rowan, describe to me how you take down this creature. Oh. Yes! As before it could even apparate, you watch as the smoke gather between its legs and its chest, sort of like charging, and you wind up. You hit. I turned completely to look Salune dead in the eyes. You are no goddess of mine, and no one will stop me from getting back to her. And start winding it up to go back for another hit with just a melee. As it, I turn, it disappears. Sensing it out of the corner of my eye, I whip the flame out from the lantern. Just as it creates its form back from the smoke, it just immediately bursts. It appears in front of you, Zue, and its entire inside just bursts, and it falls splattered into the ground, operating in front of you only to die within a fragment of that second. And you watch as the hag above it fall with it, and it stands on the ground. Now, Five, what are you doing? In this moment, Five, still having control over the storm, calls down another blast of lightning down on Adrian. 36 points of damage. They do have to roll a uh, DC 15. Jesus, six. That does not complete Five's turn, though. Feeling the blessing of Bervin and Segojan, he is going to, in his giant elk form, charge Adrian. And he's going to move 20 feet straight forward towards the target and then hit it with a ram attack. That is a 16 plus six. That is 22 to hit. Oh, yeah. 18 points of bludgeoning damage, and they have to make a DC 14 strength save or be knocked prone. So it is half resistant to bludgeoning, natural 20. Okay, they're still up. When you charge at it and you hit, you watch as Adrian plant its hind foot and gets dragged across the mud now. As Rid, you look around you and the water starting to reach almost your knees. The rain has picked up to such a degree that it is rising now. And Rowan, you notice as from the sides of where the trees are, water is running down following the, the, the layout of the land. It is beginning to flood. 
Five, you hit. And as you hit, the chest piece of seven falls onto the ground. And Adrian almost discombobulated. Adrian, I, uh, I, I know you. I've, I tried. And it looks very hurt. It fails its concentration. You are no longer enfeebled. Adrian now is going to look at you, stumbles in the direction of your giant form, and sort of like extends a hand up, looking at you. At will, sends four glowing darts casting magic missile. Nine points of force damage total. As you feel now a weakened Adrian, almost just desperately trying, even in your massive form, it just hits, not doing much. Rowan. I see that everyone else is taking care of the rest, and I will walk up to the illusion of Salune. Seeing that Zue is safe and sound and is holding her own, I walk up silent, not missing a beat on the eye contact. I just lift my hand and snap my fingers and call down a third level moonbeam right in front of me on top of the illusionary Salune. As you feel the clouds rip apart, almost shaking the ground below you, you look up and you guys see Rowan begins to shed a light around him, beaming white and pure. And you look at Salune, who just looks at you and says, that's all you'll be, just a scared boy, running. I have no reason to be afraid anymore, because I know she's watching over me. You could never be her. This massive beam hit in her space, reverberates in the wind, the trees, everything begins to shake and you almost feel like you're gonna be pushed back. And as the beam stops, you look up and you see the shadow of every single moon dissipate. And there where she stood, empty. Just like a burned cinch mark on the ground. You hear from behind you the hag that was holding down the reins. They now look like just rusted old chains. No smoke, no life to them. Master! <laughs> we need you! I need you! We can create, give, surprise you with such wonders. And Zue and Rid, you notice the creature that is walking with the hooded cloak just turn back slowly in the direction of the hag. Zue, what are you doing? So Zue is feeling a wave of emotions. For the first time, feels like she can't channel her magic and is going to join Five and run up to Adrian and try to hit him with her dagger. How's a six, Jose? <laughs> oh boy. It's the anger, the frustration, the unknown, the betrayal that you feel in your heart, in your mind, the visions of your past adventures. All of these things are coming to you. You can't. You swing wildly, not piercing. But before you now stands this creature hanging on, swaying back and forth, not even able to produce any noise, any grunts, any, any energy outward. Red, you just watched as Zue booked it towards Adrian. What are you doing? I'm following. I'm going to take up the position on, on Zue's other side. And I'm going to smack a bitch. That's a 19. That 19 hits, yep. Oh, good. Okay, and this is with um, my fancy magic sword, just to be clear. 26 damage as Rid lashes out with the glittering sword. Die. From the chest area, you now see a massive gash with black blood ichor begin to trickle down. And just as you say that, you see as this creature let go and stand there and the blood begins to come down as from inside of the body, fingers emerge. Pull the wound open to reveal what looks like a hag that is connected, interwoven with Adrian. And you watch as the hag begins to emerge. And as it does, you just hear Adrian 
unnatural shouting, the brain still functioning for whatever it has left. And the hag sort of like pulls through its head and sort of like screaming your direction just before the entire body burns in a, in a light, in a fire, purple and black smoke. And the smoke of this hag rise upward into the sky. In this moment, all of you continue to hear, Master, please, please. And the hooded creature begins to walk towards this hag. Out of combat, what are you guys doing as this hooded creature begins to walk towards the hag that now you notice is sort of pinned underneath the Gloomstalker? I mean, my instinct is to attack and stop whatever is happening from happening. So that's uh, probably what I would do. But I'm going to wait to see what everybody else does first. Five is going to look around really quick. How full is this basin right now? It is reaching the feet of the Gloomstalker. The entire stone center of it, where Seven's pieces were, is already flooded. I want to drop Wild Shape, but I don't know if we're going to have to use the giant elk form in order to get out of this fucking hole. Five is still has control over the lightning. He is going to cast the lightning down on the hag that is underneath the Gloomstalker's corpse. And because Mr. What's-His-Name is within five feet, they also get hit with the lightning as well. That is a DC 15. That's a 11 and a four. 20 points of lightning damage. As the lightning comes down and it smacks down, you hear the wails and scream of this hag. As the hooded creature almost seemed like it was about to bend down towards it. But when your lightning hits it, the smoke of it just dissipates. And the water now continues to rise. You hear the thunder and the rumbling beginning to get louder and louder. And the wind now, it almost feels like you all have to brace yourselves. I need you guys to give me dexterity saving throws. Since I still have my movement left, Five is going to circle around, come alongside Zue and Rid, and he's going to incline his head and sort of shake and like stomp his hoof, indicating, get on my back. All you can see is just dark gray clouds everywhere. There is no direction of where north is anymore. It is just the space in which you are in right now, flooding. And you bring your head down for Rid and Zue. Rid makes eye contact with Zue. She lifts her on to five. Zue accepts it, but pouty. And then Rid will jump onto five's back herself. Rowan got a nat 20 on his deck save, with the moonbeam still protruding from the sky, hoping to act as some sort of light source for five, just screams, Five! Run to the beacon! and just hold my position right here, knowing that this is the way we came from. We can at least use this light from Salune as almost like an exit light. Before you guys climbed, Andy, I'm gonna need a dexterity saving throw from you. It's a 16. You do feel as all of a sudden Five's entire body just almost like swept away by the sheer force of the wind, that now you begin to see it pick up the leaves and it begins to spin in a circle around the water that is now flooding that begins to flood more rapidly and now begins to rise and is slowly becoming what looks like a maelstrom. Five with Rid and Zue on his back is going to run the full distance and again, incline his head, get Rowan on his back. But Rowan, you need to run there. As you both sort of like make eye contact with each other and begin to sort of understand the layout of the plan, you begin to run. The ground below you is muddy and slippery. Your footing begins to give out. Give me an acrobatics. It's a four. You miss it. The mud gives out and you fall into the mud. You begin to slowly slide down and you don't feel it's much, but all of a sudden you feel your hand wet as you feel the coldness of the water grab your hand. Give me a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. I was going to do a reaction upon seeing Rowan fall, if that was okay. Hold yours, Rowan. Zue and Five, tell me what you guys were thinking about doing, and then we'll see how it plays out. I was going to try and assist, trying to give him advantage on it, by basically coming in, allowing him to sort of like steady himself or grab onto my antlers. Then give me an acrobatics check. I was going to cast Featherfall, because I'll be honest, it's a note Zue has in her book about Rowan at this point. Every time we're sneaky, he's so clumsy. 
That is a 16 plus my acrobatics. That is a 17. Success. And then it doesn't necessarily say fall from height. It just says it's falling. So, yeah. It would make it easier for five to grab me if I, like, slow my descent of a fall. Five, you sort of get there, and now even with your hooves, you sort of, like, are trying to find steady ground. The mud around you is like a slip and slide. It is just a mud fall. You're, you're slipping, but you find your footing as you're getting closer to Rowan, and Rowan, at that point, you sort of revert back. You're about to fall, and you feel yourself sort of, like, being held, and you look up, and you see Zue connecting with you in that moment, allowing you to stand. Enough time that before you sort of find it, five reaches up to you, and you grab on, and the water begins to rise. Rid. She reaches out along her connection with Olga in her mind, but also kind of extending out because that's how she contacted Hot Elf by accident before. And she's just like, stop it. In the midst of that, as Rowan, you sort of like grab onto metal pieces that make up five in his giant elk form. And you begin to ascend. Rid, you say this and you hear back behind you. This is not of my making, Rid. But almost like in you, it's an instant response. And the water, whoosh. The rain picks up heavier and heavier. You now watch from the center. Five, in your size and all of you now above as Rowan, you begin to make the climb on five. The ground in the center begins to split open as it begins to reveal the eye of the storm. And it continues. And at the center, with arms stretched open, this elf, white porcelain skin, long, beautiful ears, and a hair that stretches for miles, extend his hands out. You have seen what I have given you. You have seen your purpose. I am now in the presence of true greatness. Time is what you have. It is precious. It is ethereal. The storm continues. Five, I need you to give me another dexterity saving throw. Let me give you the opportunity to see beyond wonders, to give you the chance to reconnect with that precious gift that you take for granted, time. That was a nine. You fall, and all of you land now on the ground. Mud begins to take all of you. The water rises and meets with all of you now. Quickly and rapidly, as he seems to be pushing the water outward, you begin to tread water. Five, you're in your elk form. What do you do? They're all next to you. You guys are all sort of treading water next to each other. The sound that an elk makes in distress, but also coupled with the essence of being a forged, Making that sound is sort of like uh, almost a bleeding, uh, just saying like, uh, like get on, get, get, let's get out of here. You all hear this blood curling, this howl, creature in pain, shouting to all of you and you begin to tread water as slowly the four of you begin to separate. The currents are taking you in different directions. Olga, where are you? Rid, I'm always here. I've been what I've always been. What do you speak of? <laughs> Just in this joyous, maniacal laughter in, in this mist of you sort of beginning to feel like you're treading water. You're now in a sea where you were standing on ground before. You are now on what feels like open waters, turbulent and feverish. And the currents begin to pull all of you away from each other. You guys feel your hands sort of extend, but you can't tread, you can't swim any faster than what's currently happening. As at the center still with arms stretched open, this individual looks, and now as you sort of begin to make the round across the maelstrom, he looks to you, Zue. It'll be okay. Believe me. Turns to you, Rowan. Nothing but a scared boy! Looks to you, Five. Wasted potential is all you'll ever be. And then turns to you, Rid. I just mean to show you what I can offer you, Rid. What a beautiful name. And you watch as when he stands there, he extends his hand, and from the rock, obsidian black, a handle begins to form, crackling in energy, smoke surrounding it. I do not act on behalf of anyone but myself. I mean to connect with you all. I have been there since the dawn of time, and I will be there for all of eternity. Let me, in this time, Take you! And you watch as the water keeps going and you feel all now that you're beginning to swallow water. Five, for you it's an entirely different experience. You cannot, but you're seeing your friends. <coughs> you guys are all taking water in. You feel like you're beginning to drown. The current is too strong. 
What will it be? What will it be? As a trident emerges black with two sort of horns that come up to a very fine point, extends in its hand. Will you let me give you the time that you so desperately seek? Five, you're the only one that can respond. And your friends begin to drown. Rowan goes down first. Who's closest to me? Make a perception check for me. There's a 23. Zue. Five sees Rowan go down, and he's on the opposite side of, of the maelstrom. Rid, you go down. Five is going to grab with his antlers to sort of try and get in under Zue and just hoist them up onto his back. Crashes against you, the wind gets knocked out of you. But holding on to the antlers, you sort of begin to rise as Five is struggling to get you up. And at that point, you now see before you this storm. The rocks and the trees and everything has now dissipated. You are in a sea, open and vast, circling wildly. And he looks to you, Five, and Zue. Not menacingly, not with joy. The creature and the secret. Very interesting. Do you wish for more time? Or will you live in death? Rowan and Rid, you feel water plunge into your system. And you both fall unconscious. As Rowan goes unconscious, you see the moonbeam slowly dim out. And Rid, you hear, no, 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 no. Stay with me, stay with me. Almost there. Five and Zoe, what are you doing? The water wildly spinning feverishly around you. Your two friends plunged underneath. I want to send this elf person a telepathic message. Can we make a deal after you calm this down? I don't talk while I'm pressured. Make a persuasion check. Not 20, so that is a 28. You say this, and the water keeps beating faster and faster, and from the distance you see Rid's body floating. You make out the shines of Rowan's armor from deep in the water, and the maelstrom just spinning faster and faster. He looks to you, and he says, I am not your enemy, Zue. I am, and always have been, your deepest and most loyal servant. The water stops, frozen in time, as the raindrops almost begin to fall in slow motion around you. And there, in the water, you see Rid and Rowan. I need you guys to give me death saving throws. 17. Success? 5. Failure. Blood begins to run from Rowan as he sort of still suspended in time. A bargain we shall make to you, child. Your stories, they are wonders. And I wish to explore those stories with you. And you watch as the maelstrom split, revealing the ground below, almost like Moses parting the sea. And in that second, pushed with a force, your vision goes black. All of you. You don't feel yourself drowning anymore, Rowan. You feel yourself seeing a light that becomes brighter and brighter, almost in the shape of a woman. And what sounds like voices water <coughs> and you open your eyes and you find yourself in the forest 
and you look around and laying there next to you, Rid. And Rid, you see visions of the past. Your entire heart laid out before you. And one woman. Hey, get up now. Come on. That's my sister. Rowan, you see Rid as she begins to wake up amongst a crowded forest of trees and fog and mud and no pathway all around you. Hello, my friend. My name's Sean, and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Five, your eyes turn on. You go from what felt like sentient mode. You sort of awaken. You, you hear the sound of running water. And you feel yourself on a rowboat. And there, laying next to you, in her true form, Zue. And steering like a gondola with the staff that you saw, the elf. Awake now, are we? Five immediately reaches down to Zue to make sure that they are safe, that they're okay. Zue looks up meekly at five and just gives a small smile and a nod. If I can, in this moment, just for the sake of this, since this is the first time, really, that Five is seeing Zue. He reaches down and just gently takes her by the elbow, gently raises her and says, Zue? Zue, is that... is that you? Well, I guess it's officially nice to meet you. And she tries to make, like, a joking smile. Five clicks on it. Rid and Rowan, you sort of look amongst all the trees and the fog, and at the very end, the same elf, looking to you, staff drawn in hand, and just doesn't say anything, but you can see him about a 50 or 60 feet away from you, waiting amongst the cloud fog. Waking up, the first thing... I do is just try to get the last little bit of water out of my lungs. Look around for Salune, as that's who I heard when I went under. And seeing nothing but Rid and an elf in the distance. Rid, Rid, are you okay? Rid, coming to, looks pretty bleak, but sets her jaw and goes back to her, something approximating her usual stoicism and looks at Rowan. I'm kind of shocked we're alive. Are you okay? Feeling the same way. I assume that was it. But, um, the reason for our almost death is right over there. Guess he really wanted that audience. He did find you fascinating, didn't he? Red doesn't know what to say. Red, I will say... As we are sitting here next to each other, Rowan's chess piece is shredded from large dragon claws. Underneath the blood and the scrapes, in between the three slashes, you see little scars in the shapes of stars. And in the center, half of an eye. Rid kind of giving Rowan the are you okay once over her eyes pause on the gap in the armor and she looks at the scars and then looks back up at him I don't suppose those are new 
looking down and wiping the blood away from his chest piece. They've been around for a while. Let's, um, let's get the hell out of here, and then I'll explain. Zue and Five, what you're essentially traveling down seems like a a very beautiful but semi-small running lake where you can see to your right and to your left a shore of sorts that leads into the forest, ever lush and bountiful all around you. But this stream sort of very unnaturally runs through the center of it all. And you are still dangling on a question that he spoke. Awake now, are we? Five is going to cast Detect Magic just to see if this is an illusion, if this is actually like a part of a material plane, or if this is a a figment of some magical spell. When you reach out your Detect Magic, what you find is the openings within the world where the magic from each and every single plane of existence that crashes together to make life. You see where it comes from and how it connects. You never know of its origin. You never know of its true nature. But you know that these influences peek through the veils of our world. These ley lines all throughout the cosmos reveal themselves to you and bestow upon you these gifts. As you begin to scan around you, it's almost like all magic appears before you, before it focuses heavily on the cosmic force of life, death, and the undeath. Necromancy. And you look down at the lake below you and you see what look like bodies floating through the water incorporeal, without any form, just faces and what looks like torsos and perhaps arms trickling off on the bottom like a a ripped away cape, ethereal, floating down this lake with you all. You watch us almost from him radiating, like when you look at the ground and you can see the heat waves come up, you see necromancy protruding from every single area of his body. Can I roll a history check to see if anything in my studies in Berndarium spoke of any legend or lore or story or myth about something or someone matching this description? Not only the description of the person, but also the environment. Can I also do that? Sure. So I'll say you both can roll. Religion or history check? 22. That is a net 20? I'll go with history. And then Zue, you went with... 22 history. Both begin to take in the environment around you. You still feel like you're within Arborea, but it is a much different landscape. It feels like this is something else that is crashing with Arborea. History tells you that within all of the planes of existence, there is one that resembles an element of what you're seeing in front of you. That is, of course, the gray waste of Hades. Journeying down what you've seen and read in stories as the River of Fates. And there, standing, not so much of the image that you can actually pin to a book, but the trident, the regalness. You are looking as what your eyes can only perceive an acceptable, malleable form of Hades himself steering the boat. Rid and Rowan, you begin to make your way towards this individual. As Rid and Rowan are walking, Rid's walking side by side with him, and she kind of like dips her head a little and like leans a little bit of a weight on him as they're walking. The sense is there's an invitation for him to do the same. Rowan takes it after being so defeated. Hesitant, but does a little lean. Hey, are you sure we're not dead? You're being nice. 
I'm tired. Yeah, me too. As you get closer and closer where this individual is standing, the trees sort of like part into maybe a smaller clearing. To his right, crashing against his face, vibrant sunlight. And as you get closer and closer, his gaze turns to you. A bargain was made for more time. I don't recall making such a bargain. It was not your bargain to make. By whom and how much time? Enough to allow you the privilege of looking at time once again. And what are we to do with this granted time? Well, you, precious champion, can do with it what you please. I am interested in you and why she would go to you. And what was traded for my time? We'll just have to wait and find out. You turn left, and there, the city of Faramore, shining bright within Fendrea. The banners wasted high, the horses and carriages, the people living. You know this. This is home. And you sort of look down, and running from the city, in your direction, you, younger, you remember now, this is the day that you journeyed to the woods, the day that you're, well, shall we give it away? And for today, that's a wrap. Welcome, everyone, to a new level. Thank you all so much for listening. Catch us in two weeks where we will see whose adventure we go down and explore. And remember, the Arcanum is always watching. Zue. Oh, d- d- a recap? I don't know if you want to do a recap. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. This is how we're starting today. Oh, God. Okay.